Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. Before we get started talking about building your support system, I just want to ask you to go leave a review, go subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend if that feels right for you. Just help get this message out to other grieving moms. If this podcast has been supportive for you or if it has been helping you in any way, this is the only way to help other moms to get the message out to them as well. So I really appreciate when you do that, when you support this podcast by sharing it with other people. Today, I want to talk about building your support system. It's kind of a deep topic, but I want to dive in. So as a grieving person, as a grieving mother, it's exhausting to be alive. It is so exhausting every single day. I totally, totally get that. I know what it's like. And then there are people around you who don't understand and who don't say the right things. I say with quotes or don't act the right way. And that adds another layer of pain. So it's easy to think that everyone around you is stupid and should be doing better, that those around you should do better and know exactly what to do. It's super easy to get angry, hurt, mad, and then begin to separate yourself from those who you thought maybe would be a good support for you because they said something that hurt you deeply. And I get it. I know that pain. I know how much pain you're in. I know how I always felt like fragile, like I'm in a really fragile emotional state. I don't have the energy. And I want to offer that even though you are grieving and you are the one in pain and you are living in such deep state of suffering, that it's still up to you to build your support system around you. And I get it. There are so many times I was frustrated at others and angry at them for being a certain way, for not saying anything about my daughter dying or to trying to say something and instead of helping, they're only hurting. I remember a friend saying that her counselor had told her that as a grieving mother or as a grieving human, it's our job to teach others about grief. And I was horrified. I was like, no way, no way am I teaching others about grief. I'm exhausted. I don't have that energy. And I don't have the capacity to explain to other people this depth of despair and pain I'm feeling. Like, how am I supposed to try to explain to somebody when it feels like they already have their opinion, they already have their idea about, you know, what grief is like or what it should be like for me? And like, I don't have the energy to try to explain it to them. I'm just trying to get through grief. And if we think about it, did you know anything about child loss before you lost your child? I know I didn't. I know I did not have a clue. And so then why are we expecting other people to know what to do, to understand, to say the right thing all the time when they don't know what we are going through? 
they don't. They don't understand. They might try to understand, but they really don't get it. And it doesn't have to mean that we have to separate ourselves from other people. It's just a way of understanding and being able to build our support system from there. And here's the thing. It might be too exhausting to explain everything to everyone. It might be. It might be too much to try to fight for your right to be sad and fight for your right to grieve. And you don't have to, but there are other options like this podcast, there are different websites, and information that someone who does want to make the effort to learn can listen to or read to try to gain understanding. There's no way you can understand what it's like until you live it yourself, but there is a place for learning and connecting through compassion and making an effort to support the best that we can. But I also want to share some ideas of how you can build your support system and play a role in it without expecting others to do it for you or expecting them to be there in a way that they don't want to or are not capable of. I just want to, quick before I go on, like my nose is just running and I don't know. So if I sound stuffy or you keep hearing me sniffle, that's why. (laughs) Just a FYI. But I wanted to share these ideas. So have you experienced where a friend that you thought that would be there for you hasn't been? Like, have you felt like before your child died, you would expect them to be there for anything and then they weren't? And I think this concept of building your support system will be helpful and useful for you. There are two different ideas or ways of looking at it that I want to offer. The first one is that there are four different types of people who can support you. And if you allow them to support you in the way that they want to, then you can let go of the expectations that you had them supporting you when they really can't support you in that way. So I want to talk about these four different types of people that if you allow them to support in this way, in their way that fits them, then you aren't trying to fit all these other people into your expectations. You're just allowing them to support you in the way that they best can serve you and help you. So there's the listener. This person listens and is not afraid to sit in the muck with you. This person will sit in silence with you and let you cry, scream, and talk about your child for as long as you need. This person really knows how to hold space for you in your pain, and they are unafraid of it. They are not scared of your pain. They're not scared of just being with you and taking that time to sit with you. Then there's the doer. This person will come and clean your house. They will babysit your children. They will do your laundry, bring you meals, anything that needs to be done. They are there willing to help. And this is the way that they are showing their love and care for you is to help you and take care of any physical needs that you may have. They are super happy and willing to do this for you. And they might not be so comfortable to sit in the muck with you. They might not be so comfortable to listen to the sadness. They might not be so comfortable to sit and listen all the time. And I think that's a huge thing is to allow them to do the doer if that's the way they can support you and love you. Then the distractor is another type of friend who may never bring up your child. Then maybe they are uncomfortable with it. Maybe they don't understand the depth of it. Maybe they don't know how to help you and they feel like the best way they can help you is to try to take your mind off of it. This type of friend is there for when you need a break from your grief and from talking about it all the time. The distractor friend is happy to do something with you that might take your mind off the pain for a little bit. And the fourth person is the drama person. This 
person comes and makes your pain all about them. They tell you all about themselves and how they've had it worse. This type of person is not someone that you need to keep in contact with. Like you are already exhausted with your grief and this person is making it more draining by not not even allowing space for your pain, but also taking up the space. They are not helping, but they're draining your already limited energy. And when you're grieving, that's a very big deal. So if I could encourage you in this to set some boundaries with this type of person so that you can grieve and use the energy you have (laughs) to not be fighting with another person. I cannot believe that enrollment for relief and grief is open again. If you are searching and looking for some tools and strategies to support you on this very difficult and painful journey, experience of child loss, I want to invite you to join me and other grieving mothers in my three-day online retreat. This is completely free, and we will meet every day learning, coaching, connecting, and really see that there are so many others just like you who are also trying to figure out how to walk with grief and walk with joy. Whether you're newly grieving or many years down the road, I believe that these tools you will learn in this retreat are lifelong and can change the trajectory of your grief journey. If you are interested, go sign up right now at www.reliefingriefsupportgroup.com. And I just wanted to share a little bit of what some other mothers from the last round have said. So here's one comment. Thank you so much for all your help this past week. All of us have been through so much. However, we each have the courage to step into a new day with memories and hope to honor our children every day. I learned that I have been pushing myself way too much these past 18 months. I need to set up time for myself and stop trying to take care of others. And here's another comment. Glad I took notes and I'll watch it again. Loved all the participation. Each day I get so much out of every word. Still working on those thoughts. Might have started to turn around the corner a little today, feeling some peace, and the thoughts about grief are still on the box on the shelf. I just want to encourage you to join us, to be able to begin to feel those shifts in your grief, to start to notice the changes that are possible for you as well. Seriously, I'm like, please come join us if you are feeling called at all, if this feels like maybe something you should do. I just want you to join us because I believe so much in you. I believe so much in the hope and possibility in your life. And even if you don't believe it now, I'm holding on to the hope for you. And I just want to hold on to it for you until you're ready to take it for yourself. So again, go to www.reliefandgriefsupportgroup.com. So it's easy to look at the people around you and be mad at them that they didn't bring up your child or they don't listen to you talk about your child. But what if they're the doer and they don't have the capacity right now to listen to that? What if they are a friend who is ready to be there to distract you? Maybe you notice that a friend hasn't offered to babysit your kids or bring a meal. But what if they come over in a heartbeat and they'll sit with you and listen? When you allow others to support you in the way that they feel comfortable in and they are excited to help you, then you don't get so frustrated at them and they are willing to help you. I really do think, I really do believe that people in general want to help other people. They really, truly, truly do. It's just really hard being on the receiving end of support. I totally get that. It is so, so hard 
to be the one needing the help and support. And I believe a support system makes a huge difference in your grief journey. Before I dive into ways, if you don't feel like you have any support around you from friends or family, I want to also just comment on a thing that I've noticed is that we might have a lot of support. We might maybe even just one person who's there for us all the time. And we get so caught up in all the other people who aren't supporting us that we don't take a moment to be grateful for that one person or those other few people who are. And not only are we not taking a moment to be grateful for that, but that person who is giving, who is there, I don't think they can feel that gratitude or that appreciation from you because you're so busy. I don't know if this is you, this might not be you, but I've just seen this before. We're so busy and I've done it myself as well. We're so busy looking around at all the people who aren't helping that we're missing and not seeing all the people who are. So when we turn our focus from focusing on what people aren't doing to what they are doing, that's a huge difference in your focus and it can change so, so much. So I just want to encourage you that there are ways to find support and find people who can help you or, you know, listen or understand, even if the people around you, like your friends and family, aren't being super supportive or open or helping. So I just want to offer some ideas or ways that you can build your own support system. Because so often we want to leave it to other people, but you know what? It is your life and your grief, and it is up to you to build your support system of people around you. So of course, I will say working with me as a grief coach or joining my group coaching program, Life After Child Loss, or my membership that you can join after you do the program called Grieving Moms Haven. These are ways of finding other grieving mothers and being in community with others who understand. There are also tons of Facebook groups, including my free Facebook group called Grieving Moms Community. There are in-person support groups. I'm not sure actually like right now with COVID if they're meeting in person or not, but otherwise online. There's therapy, there's compassionate friends, there's grief retreats like Face Lodge um, in Wisconsin. There's a retreat here and I think there's other different types of retreats. I just know about Face Lodge just because it's close by me. Sometimes you have to search for support and find it and that can be very, very frustrating. I know but I want you to stop and take notice that you can be frustrated and mad about it and not look for the support, or you can take steps to fill the support needs that you have in your life. And remember that nobody knows exactly what you're feeling or going through every single day. It's amazing when you have friends and family who do check in with you. If you have that, it truly is a gift, but you also might have to make some effort through communication, reaching out, or joining different groups to find support that you need and that you want on your grief journey. You truly, truly do not need to do this alone. There are so many options, support, and people who are rooting for you and care about you. Please just let someone in and let them help you in the way that they can. You got this, friend. See you next week. While this episode of Grieving Moms podcast is over, you can join me and other grieving mothers in my free Facebook group to continue conversations of all things life after child loss. Go to www.meganhillica.com slash community to join us there. If you like this podcast, could you please share it with other grieving mothers so that they can also find hope in life after loss and to know that they are never alone.